the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God will gladly take over navigating our lives when we surrender to Him. He's standing on the outside, waiting for us to open the door of our hearts from the inside. We must let Him in and give Him complete control. As Pastor Rander continues today's message, listen closely as he focuses in on God's criteria for knowing His will and what we must willingly do to live in Him, through Him, and for Him. God must always be first in all things, and we must submit to His Lordship in all things. Remember to keep your Bible, pen, and paper handy. If you have your Bibles, turn to 2 John 1 through 6. We've preached through 1 John, all five chapters, chapter 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Now we're in uh, 2 John, and we're going to have two messages from 2 John. Then we're going to go to 3 John, and then we're going to go to Jude and on to the end. So you just hold on. This is Maranatha Bible Church. We learn the word of God in this place. Amen. 2 John uh, 1 through 6. 2 John 1 through 6, the scripture says, The elder to the elect lady and her children, whom I love in truth, and not only I, but also all those who have known the truth because of the truth which abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. Verse 4, I rejoice greatly that I have found some of your children walking in truth as we receive commandments from the Father. And now I plead with you, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment to you, but that which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. This is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. We want to preach this morning Abiding in truth, abiding in truth. By way of introduction, John's first epistle was written to a group of believers in danger of following false teachers. John's second epistle is addressed to a chosen lady and her children who are undergoing similar temptations. In 2 John, the recipient, a chosen lady and her children, were standing firm for the cause of Christ. They were walking in truth and remaining faithful to the commandments they had received from the Father. Now, John is deeply pleased to be able to commend them, but he takes nothing for granted. 
He does not hesitate to encourage them to ensure the believers would continue to stand in their faith and warns them of the encroachment of seductive false teachers who would attempt to lure them away from the genuine faith they possess. Not only does Satan try to infiltrate the church with false doctrine, he also makes the home his primary target. Satan knows that he can contaminate the home, and today he can clearly do that through uh, members of the cult knocking on your doors in the neighborhood. They are well-dressed and very hospitable with smooth, confident presentations that will lure one into a counterfeit religion. Satan also uses the Internet, social media, television and books to infiltrate the home and the church to indoctrinate his unsuspecting prey. However, this is nothing new. Even in John's day, he had to write letters to believers telling them not to fellowship with those who teach false doctrine. Verses one, two and three verses one through three is greetings to the elect lady and her children. Verses one through three is greetings to the elect lady and her children. The scripture says in verses one, two and three, the elder to the elect lady and her children whom I love in truth. And not only I, but also all those who have known the truth because of the truth which abides in us. And will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. How do you know what is error unless you first know what is truth? The elder who is the beloved John. John is the, see that word, the elder? That's a reference to the, the apostle John. He's the beloved John. Uh, is, he's the spiritual father over the congregation in Asia Minor. And he opens his little tiny letter by greeting the elect lady and her children. Who is the elect lady and her children? Now, elect means uh, to be chosen by God. Elect means to be chosen by God. Now, some respected theologians say the elect lady refers to a local church and that her children are believers fellowshipping in the church. I say it again. Some uh, prominent theologians say the elect lady refers to a local church and that her children are believers fellowshipping in the church. However, from the text, one could easily conclude that John is talking to a literal woman and her children, and it does not necessarily have to be taken figuratively. Therefore, one can conclude that this lady was a devout, godly mother who was chosen and separated by God for his good purpose and pleasure. In the first three verses of this salutation, John uses the word truth. You you have truth in in all over that that text four times to to emphasize the importance 
amidst false teachings and doctrines that would be so prevalent in John's day. Truth. You see truth all through there. Uh, Verses one, two and three. Let's just go through it. The elder to the elect lady and her children whom I love in what? Truth. Underline that. And not only I, but also all those who have known the what? Truth. That's number two. Because of the what? Truth. That's third time, which abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in what? Truth in love. You see, truth, 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 truth. I say again, how can you detect error unless you first know what is truth? God does not want you to be illiterate. God, God, God does, not, does not want you to be ignorant when it comes to the word of God. God wants you to have clarity with the word of God. He wants you to have insight from the word of God. He wants you to be learned in the word of God. If not, you'll be taken advantage of by those who are teaching error and false doctrine and beloved they are all over the place they're in poor piss they're on television they write books they look good talk good smell good but they are false let me transition why is the truth so essential why is the truth so essential a the truth is essential because we are saved by the word of truth. The truth is essential because we are saved by the word of truth. First Timothy two, uh, three through five says, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our savior who desires all men and that's men, women, boys and girls to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Jesus Christ, who is the truth. He wants you to come into the knowledge of the truth, but you got to be in the truth of God's word before you can have knowledge of that truth. The word of God is the truth. B, we are to abide in the truth. Why is the truth So essential, we are to abide in the truth, which keep us from falling prey to seductive teachers from Satan. False teachers come from Satan. They come from demons and they're all over. In one passage, it says there are doctrines of demons. Doctrines simply mean teachings, teachings that are heretical and straight from the pits of hell. First Timothy chapter four, verses three through four says, for the time is coming when people will not endure sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own pledges. In other words, they want teachers that will tell them what they want to hear. They won't feel good teachers. They want ice cream teachers. They want the message sweet so they won't be challenged, won't be offended won't have their toes stepped on. Listen, you are in times like these, you need your whole foot and body stepped on so that you can live right and holy in an unholy world. You didn't come here to feel good. You want to be challenged to a higher standard of living to the glory of Almighty God. And look, and we'll turn away from listening. 
And that's happening all over today. And will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths, into error, because they're not remaining in the truth. Why is the truth so essential? The truth is essential because you cannot experience God's grace unless you know the truth. His mercy, unless you know the truth. If you want peace, you got to know the truth. Until you first believe the truth about Christ and his words, you'll fall for a lie. The truth is essential because you cannot experience God's grace, mercy, and peace until you first believe the truth about Jesus Christ and his words. In John chapter 18, verse 37b, it says, everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. I love the truth of God's word. I love listening to the voice of God, the voice of God. He said, what is the voice of God? The voice of God is the word of God. It is the word of God that helps you to know the mind of God, the spirit of God and the son of God. So what is the truth about Jesus? If you're going to get saved, you got to know the truth about Jesus. I could give you 50 of them, but for sake of time, I'll just give you about four because these are critical. For now, uh, what is the truth about Jesus? John 18, 37b says, everyone who is of truth listens to my voice. What is the truth about Jesus? Well, the first truth is that he was born fully God. He's fully God. He's deity, God in human flesh. Gospel of John chapter 10, verse 33 says, we are not stoning you for any good work. And they replied, But for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, see, they're acknowledging his humanity. Why? Because he was a man, a perfect man, claimed to be God. God said, I am God. And that's that's blasphemous in the sight of the religious leaders. And they wanted to stone him to death. They attempted to kill him, but they couldn't do it before the time. So he claimed to be God because He was and is and always will be God. Colossians 2, 9 also says, for in him, pronoun for Christ, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. The Godhead, the triune Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit makes up the Godhead and the Son of God is part of the Trinitarian theology. What is the truth about Jesus? He was born fully man. Not only was he fully God, but he was fully man. The scriptures, Philippians chapter two, verses seven through eight, which says, but made him of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. Underline that. And being found in the appearance as a man. He he appeared on the scene as a man because he was a man. He humbled himself. He was he was on his exalted throne in the second seat of the Godhead, second person in the Godhead. And he humbled himself. He left the throne, the majesty, the glory, the perfection, the beauty and the splendor of heaven. And he forsook all of that and condescended and humbled himself to become a man to redeem sinners like you and me. Bible says he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Jesus was born to die because in heaven he could not die. 
So he became a man to die for our sins, to redeem us as sinners. Uh, Another significant point about Christ is this. Christ died, was buried, and rose from the dead. You must believe this. If you don't believe this, you don't have salvation. You're going to hell if you don't believe this. This is the gospel wrapped up in this verse. Christ died, was buried, and rose from the dead. That's the heart of the gospel. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 and 4 says, For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. That you must believe about Christ. That is a non-negotiable. And then finally, there could be many more, but for the sake of time, we'll just give you four. Uh, Christ is coming back again. Another significant truth about uh, Christ. He is coming back again. So what is the truth about Jesus? We said, first of all, he was fully God. Uh, Secondly, he was born fully man. Uh, Thirdly, Christ died, was buried and rose from the dead. And then fourthly, we said Christ is coming back again. Acts 1.11 says, who also said, men of Galilee, this is an angel talking. Why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, say same Jesus. I like that. I get happy about that. Say same Jesus. This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven. Heaven's up. Will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. He will come back in like manner. Another wonderful scripture on Jesus is coming back again. It's first Thessalonians chapter four, verses 16 through 17. It says for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Another significant scripture is many, many scriptures on the Lord's return. Uh, Revelation twenty-two twelve also says, and behold, I am coming quickly. And my reward is with me to give every one according to his work. Now, when he comes, some of you are going to be unrewarded because you haven't done any work. What ministry are you in? What is your ministry? Where are you serving? Where are your works? You mean you want rewards without works? My reward is with me when I come to give everyone according to his work. It's time to work. Let's let's go back. Let's go back now uh, to where we were. D, believing the truth about Christ brings spiritual freedom. Believing the truth about Christ brings spiritual freedom. John 8, 31 and 32 says, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Say free. free. Say free again. Free. Now, some of you are saved, but you're not free. 
God don't just want you saved. He wants you in spiritual freedom. The word of God has inherent spiritual power to break addictions. Did you get that? The word of God has spiritual power inherent within it to break spiritual addictions such as nicotine and alcohol. The word of God, when when applied, uh, can break the addiction of marijuana. I know a lot of folks are trying to justify it and they're buying it and they're putting it on the market and all that. Listen, that's a whole lot of it. They are proving a whole lot of stuff. And just because they're proving it as a government, you just say, oh, well, the government says it's okay. And you just grab it and gulp it down and smoke it down and take it down. Everything that's 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 legal is still not good for you. I know some of you don't want to hear that. Oh, I got to have one. It removes my headaches. It does this, you know. Well, maybe so. But there's some other things that can move your headache, too. The word of God has healing in it. It has healing in it. The word of God is therapeutic. The word of God will save you from painkillers. The word of God will heal your pornography. You'll be surprised. Pornography is at an epidemic proportion in our children. It's just a click away. Adults, men and women. It's all over the place. It's on television. It's in commercials. You can watch, watch, watch a movie. You can go to the movies and all of a sudden you're trying to see something decent. And here's, here's this half naked or just about naked. They might as well be naked. You see just about everything. There's no such thing as soft porn. It's porn. Uh, it, it would break the spirit of sexual immorality. This, this is all forms of sexual immorality under that umbrella to include uh, homosexuality, uh, adultery, uh, premarital sex, uh, bestiality, and all the other realities. Uh, you know what the word of God does? It breaks addiction. It breaks the addiction of negative thought. Some of you, your, your, your thoughts live in the domain of negativity. Your, 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 it's, it's, you, you can just get up and tell your spouse or tell your child or tell somebody, it's a good day. Well, what's good about it? You know, I went to the gas station because I just wanted to to, to buy something for me because I was coming up here to work late on Friday, me and a person who was working with me. And I said, well, let me just stop by the store. I very, I very rarely, I stopped at the Venero just up here off of 1604, and I went in there, and it was this young brother. And um, and I looked at him, and I said, how you, uh, how you doing? And he was just looking at me all crazy and cockeyed and... <laughs> and uh, I say, you know, it's going to be a good day. You know, God's got some special. It's, it's going to really be a good day. And, um, and God wants to bless your life. And you're full of potential for Christ. I, I'm, just here to, I'm just here to encourage you. You know what he told me? I don't need no encouragement. And I looked at him. I say, yes, you do, too. <laughs> he looked at me. I say, yes, you, you just don't know it. I looked at him. You're going to challenge me talking about he don't need encouragement. That just showed me how bad off he is. He's about 21 or so. I don't need no encouragement. I'm negative. Probably was having a bad day, but still, he was just compiling the problem. And uh, listen, y'all, you need to ask God to deliver you from a negative spirit. I mean, you know, I know your husband and your wife got issues. But if you ask the Lord, he'll show you some blessed 
aspects of your spouse and you start saying, you know what? I thank God for you. And they'll want to take your temperature. <laughs> there are good aspects about your, your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. If you can't find no good aspects, you, listen, you better not be hooking up with them. If it's all negative, what you doing with them? What you doing with them? I mean, just, some folk is just negative. I mean, glass is half empty. It's half full. Negative thoughts. Uh, some of your digital social media or cell phones. You have a panic attack if you drive off without your phone. But no panic attack if you drive off without your Bible. Habitually watching the news over and over and over. Some of you are addicted to body piercing. And, and so, and I'm not saying all piercing is not bad, but when you habitually have to keep making holes in yourself and you keep have to put this in there and you got, then you got to put piercing in your tongue and, and, and you're the, a waiter, is, and, and you're trying to order, I mean, you can't talk straight. All those beads coming all straight down the tongue. That's addiction, y'all. All everywhere. And I'm looking. I say, wow, look at those BBs. This is all everywhere. What are you doing? Look how quiet it's getting in here. And some of y'all, some of y'all putting uh, body piercing in some of the strangest places. And I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Some of y'all, tattoo, you know, tattoos. Let me tell you something about tattoo. You say, well, I got one, Pastor. Cool down. I'm not going to mess with you because you got a tattoo. Okay. But now, listen, when you got to get two, three, four, five, six, seven, when you habitually tattooing yourself, it's on your feet, it's on your ankle, it's in your elbow, it's in your head, it's all in your face. And then you walk into, you walk into USAA and they say, hire me. You, you, <laughs> they say, thank you for your application. Have a good day. <laughs> You're not coming back. They scared of you. I would want to meet you in a back alley. And you know what? That stuff is easy to put on. Say you make it so easy to put it on. Oh, he makes it so easy. But is hell getting that stuff off you? If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to join us Sunday, September 11th at 10 a.m. as we celebrate Grandparents Day. During this special celebration, we will honor grandparents for their loving support and the spiritual foundation they have laid to guide us through life's journey. Come, be inspired, be tremendously blessed. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.